We are reading the introduction to the book Panim Meirot Umasbirot from the writings of Bala Sulam. We are in item 15. And we'll read. Now we have been granted the understanding of the rest of the verses in the sin of the tree of knowledge, good and evil, which are most profound. Our sages who disclosed a portion of them concealed ten portions with their words. As a foreword it is written, and they both they were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. Know that clothing means an outer kli, an outer vessel, as written in the tree of life. The text proceeds to demonstrate the reason for the sin of the tree of knowledge. As our sages said about the verse, liable is the terrible for the sons of man, for in liable you come upon him. This means that his sin has been prepared in advance. And this is the meaning of the words that Adam and his wife did not have an outer kli at the moment of creation but only inner vessels which extend from the system of holiness. This is why they were not ashamed. They did not feel their absence as shame refers to a sensation of absence. It is known that the sensation of absence is the first reason for the fulfillment of the deficiency. It is as one who feels one's illness and is willing to receive the medication. However, one who does not feel that he is ill will certainly avoid all medications. Indeed, this task is for the outer vessel too. Since it is in the construction of the body and is empty of light. As it comes from the vacant space, it begets the sensation of emptiness and dearth in it, by which one becomes ashamed. Hence he is compelled to fill the absence once again and draw the lacking of the surrounding light, which is about to fill that vessel. This is the meaning of the verse, and man and his wife were both naked of the outer vessel. For this reason, they were not ashamed, since they did not feel their absence. In this manner, they are devoid of the purpose for which they were created. Yet, we must thoroughly understand the sublimity of that man, the creation of the Creator and also his wife, to whom the Creator administered greater intelligence than him. As they have written in the interpretation to the verse, and the Lord made the rib. Thus, how did they fail and become as fools, not knowing to beware of the serpent's cunningness? On the other hand, that serpent 
of which the text testifies, that it was more cunning than all the animals of the field. How did it utter such folly and emptiness that should they eat from the fruit of the tree of knowledge, they would be, they would be turned to God? Moreover, how did that folly settle in their hearts? Also, it is said below that they did not eat because of their desire to become God, but simply because the tree is good to eat. This is seemingly a beastly desire. Other questions, please? I see that very well that there aren't so many questions because we need to maybe read again or better understand, better feel, get closer to the text. So please. Item 15. Item 15, again. Now we have been granted the understanding of the rest of the verses in the sin of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, which are most profound. Our sages, who disclosed a portion of them, concealed ten portions with their words. As a foreword, it is written, and they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Know that clothing means an outer kli, as written in the Tree of Life. Hence, the text proceeds to demonstrate the reason for the sin of the Tree of Knowledge, as our sages said in the verse, libel is terrible for the sons of man, for in libel you came upon him. This means that his sin had been prepared in advance, and this is the meaning of the words that Adam and his wife did not have an outer cleat at the moment of creation, but only inner kelim, which extends from the system of Ktusha. This is why they were not ashamed. They did not feel their absence, as shame refers to a sensation of absence. It is known that the sensation of absence is the first reason for the fulfillment of the deficiency. It is as one who feels one's illness and is willing to receive the medication. However, when one does not feel that he is ill, he will certainly avoid all medications. Indeed, this task is for the outer kli to do, since it is in the construction of the body and is empty of light as it comes from the vacant space. It begets the sensation of emptiness and dearth in it, by which one becomes ashamed. Hence, one is compelled to fill the absence once again and draw the lacking Olmakif, which is about to fill that Kli. This is the meaning of the verse, and the man and his wife were both naked of the outer Kli. For this reason, they were not ashamed since they did not feel their absence. In this manner, they are devoid of the purpose for which they were created. 
Is it clear up to here or not? No. So read it again. From where is that role given to them? So we're from the middle of the item. This role is up to the maybe, outer kli. Maybe start before it. they did not feel their absence as shame refers to a sensation of absence. It is known that the sensation of absence is the first reason for the fulfillment of the deficiency. It is as one who feels one's illness and is willing to receive the medication. However, when one does not feel that he is ill, he will certainly avoid all medications. Meaning, if a person feels ashamed... It means he has a deficiency in a way that he knows it. If he's not ashamed, he doesn't have a deficiency and he doesn't, he's not aware of it. For that reason, he can't correct it either. Meaning we need to reach a state that we're ashamed of having the will to receive in us. And that same will to receive, the egoistic will to receive, we have to be ashamed of it. Meaning, shame doesn't just come to a person, but only under the condition that he has something to correct. The creator that wants to invite man for correction, he starts awakening a desire to correct that shame. Okay? Africa. Africa. Bonjour. Bonjour. Euh, euh, ma question c'est euh, la sexualité est-elle un désir égoïste? Merci. I wanted to know if the sexual desires of a person are egoistic. We're not taking them into account. We're speaking about the desires that usually belong to between a man and the others, between people and the Creator, but also those desires, food, sex, family, it's desires that belong to the lowest degree in a person, and then after food, sex, family, money, honor, and knowledge, that it's already humane desires and not body desires. All those six desires, food, sex, family, money, honor, and 
we don't really work with it because it's still desires that don't belong to spirituality. But we try to overcome them towards desires that are in order to bestow that we want to determine between us desires of bestow and from between us in the tent to the creator and these desires food, sex, family, money, honor and knowledge it's what belongs to all people and if we're speaking about them obviously we can also say that there we also have something to be ashamed of or be proud of but it's not really part of the correction of man because food so what so somebody eats two kilos and somebody eats half a kilo so whoever eats the half of a kilo is more spiritual and spirituality it's something else the more i receive i'm greater and here the less i receive i'm greater so it's things that they don't really, there's no way to determine anything about the degree of man through them. Yes. But afterwards, as we develop in our spiritual correction, we do then start working with these desires, placing an intention to bestow on top of them? Obviously, but it's not that according to, let's say, the amount a person eats, you can determine a spiritual degree. That's it. There's a lot of people who are on a diet. So are they all sacred or not all of them? You see... Okay. Asia. Asia. Hello, Rav. How do we reach the state of being ashamed of will to receive when the Creator gave it to me? Uh, the shame is something for I did, but I didn't do anything. Uh, I can hate the will to receive, but not being ashamed. Thank you. Um... I'm ashamed not of the will to receive that awakens in me. There's nothing to be ashamed of. On that it's written, go to the artist who who has made me. Meaning, if you have complaints towards me, so check, maybe it's not me, but the creator who made me. Man is given opportunities to manage his will to receive. And in according to that, then we can, in according to that, we can decide if it is part of his body or is a correction. Okay. Uh, Darum one. South one. He writes in the beginning, 
about the revelation and concealment of the portions. How does that really help this formula for the feeling of the deficiency? We'll work on it, so we'll learn it. Here you can't really, according to what he mentions here in half a line, to scrutinize it. PT 32. (coughs) He writes that man, Adam, and his wife had inner kelim, and then they felt wholeness and were in sanctity, and then the outer kli was added to them. So, for us, because our root is wholeness and bestowal, or that that's not it? It's too early to talk about this. It's still too early. PT 17. Does the outer Kli always arrive after the inner Kli? Yes. Tel Aviv 4. Thank you. What does it mean to receive the surrounding light that is that he lacks that if some additional part of the light remains on the outside that I can't receive because I don't have enough of an intention to bestow so I have to increase my intention to bestow and receive by an extra coupling by striking the light that still remained on the outside as because the surrounding light awakens me, evokes me to receive it in order to bestow. And we can do this work? Yes, we'll learn. Here, what you're asking, he didn't even want to scrutinize it here. He just mentioned it, by the way, because it's all connected, but it's not what we're learning from it. Can I ask another question? When we read uh, together and draw the light, as we say, does that mean we're drawing the surrounding light? We are drawing the lights towards us, not surrounding lights. What surrounding lights do we have? We draw lights. As much as we can, we do it. As much as it comes to us. But it's still not surrounding because we don't, still don't have internal light. We have to connect between us and then it'll be in us. A certain inner illumination. And then against that, we'll have the surroundings illuminate. PT 19. He says a strong sentence here that one who uh, does not feel his illness avoids medication. Correct. This is what's happening today. It's hard to reach people because they don't feel ill. And so there's no shame. Look what's happening in the world. Correct. So we need to explain what what is education, that you explain to a person that there's supposedly something for him to add to his discernments, and then he can absorb it through his mind. From the mind, it gradually comes into his feelings. 
And then he understands that he's lacking something. And he really feels a deficiency in it. And through that deficiency, he can draw these things inside him and by that advance. That we use it every day. So this means that today what's happening with people in the world, there's no shame in anything. Because they got no education. But even with children, we educate them in a way that we awaken, we awaken in them, first of all, in their mind and then in their heart, deficiencies. So that's our whole problem then. How can you even, how do you start this education? In, 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 in the world, what? I'm trying to educate you. Us. And then what? And then I see as much as it's a lost cause. So you're uh, the spirit of us completely. Yes. Moscow 6. What is a state of shame in our world? The Creator puts these states in front of you, states of shame, even for just existing. That you're ashamed of, ashamed of something. And sometimes you're ashamed of something in, the, uh, in, in the, your corporeal life or work, and it's just an empty place you're willing to just be swallowed swallowed whole by the ground and I don't understand where these states come from what is it and where where do they come from and is it good or bad everything comes from the creator man has to organize himself in the connection with all created beings in such a way that he'll feel himself in a balanced manner with them. And the Creator relates to him through all created beings and shakes him up for his personal correction compared to all of the other created beings. That's it. So obviously, we're constantly going through changes of states, internal, external, and through them, we need to reach a state that we're in constant contact with the Creator. In contact with the Creator, I don't need to show it to anyone or speak about it with anyone, but I'm constantly in contact with the Creator, and I'm trying to feel in my life as much as He is directing me, holding me, escorting me, and advance in that way. I have, let's say, always some unpleasant states in me towards people. Is that shame coming for my correction? If you connect to the Creator more, and if you can do it even more between the friends and the Creator, so you'll feel that you have no shame towards strangers. Itavan. Itawan. 
Adam felt ashamed of being egoist or to have desire to be like the creator. No, he has to feel shame by being an egoist. Turkey 4. Bro, it seems that everything I am doing and desiring in the life is in order not to feel shame. So it seems to be like a main motivation of the will to receive. Can you explain a little bit? you're correct you're saying it right the shame is the main thing that is what we're learning in this sentence in item 15 that these created beings Adam and Eve they weren't ashamed because they were lacking vessels and then they went through the sin they wanted to receive more and then they felt an additional will to receive where they felt the shame and then from that feeling of shame they already started to come closer to the correction that's something we'll learn about it's still ahead of us, don't worry, it won't escape us. But truly, all the correction is after the feeling of the deficiency. I want to add one more thing that let's say we have expectation that Creator will give us an Audi. But we realize that He wants to give us a 10 Lamborghini. So more than what we expected to receive even when we can't imagine. So as a result of this, we receive a shame and from shame, from difference of the form, we want to develop an intention to close that gap, to close that shame. So can we say that shame also directs us to bestow? Vadai. Of course, of course, that shame is aiming us. Shame is a very great force. It's a force that only people have. And as much as a person is greater, the shame is higher, greater, intense. Animals don't feel shame. Small children don't feel shame. As much as we grow, so gradually there's more shame. Many actions in our life we do in order to not be ashamed. Also in relationships between us and society, all kinds of things. We really try to reach states that we won't be ashamed. Oh, I don't care. I can go naked. I can steal. I can do all kinds of things, these and those. That's all called normal. Right? Accepted in society. That's what we're doing in our corrupted society. But maybe... 
it's not good and mainly it's not the truth we're not advancing towards the truth we're not discovering the true world we conceal the corrections from us more and more because we say oh it's the truth I steal everybody steals I do other things these and those everybody does it and by that we determine for ourselves a form of laws that completely have nothing to do with the spiritual laws that's why we can't reach the feeling of truth a deficiency for the truth, what to really add for ourselves in order to reach the correction. Well, we'll talk about it more. Moscow 4. Hello, Robin World. Rav, shame is something unpleasant. No, no. Shame shows us what we still need to correct. Not that it's unpleasant and not nice. That's nonsense. I don't care whether it's unpleasant or not nice. But if shame shows me what I need to correct in order to enter spirituality, so... It's not that it's not nice or not pleasant. It's much more. My question is this. This is our work, that's clear. But education is effective on, for the ego? Yes, because by education we can perform a lot of corrections that they go through us in a way smoother. Smoother. I bring my child, I put him in some classroom where everybody behaves according to certain rules. And he looks at the others, and because of his shame, that he doesn't want to be different from them, so he learns from them and becomes like them. If they're good children, so he's going to learn good behavior. You see how much shame helps us. And as much as education helps us. Let's hope that at one point we'll build such systems and our children and people all together will go through these systems and from the shame inside a person they'll learn how to behave correctly. PT Acer. PT 10. I wanted to ask about the recent time. It feels like the lesson is an entire lifetime. And now we also have a lesson uh, uh, in the noon time, and there's going to be more additions. We've entered some new stage. Can you maybe tell us more about it so we know what we're all entering as a world clean? Look, we're constantly advancing. I also feel that pressure from our friends around the world and from the world and from myself and from above, from the Creator, 
I feel all these systems and I don't feel myself pleasant. I'm constantly moving from this pressure. And I want to advance us more. That's why we now organized for ourselves another lesson during the day from noon to one, according to our clock for everyone. We'll learn for now the letters of Bala Sulam, afterwards something else. We'll choose something short every time because it'll be a lesson on its own without passing it from one day to the next. That's what I think for now, to organize it in a way that every lesson will be on its own. And from 12 to 1 Israel time, we saw it's convenient for many people during the day. Well, convenient, as much as you can. And that's it. So I think it'll really help us advance. It'll speed up our absorbing of our materials. It'll connect us together more. I'm sure that it will cause for more connection between us. I recommend it to everybody. And I'm expecting to see you all. In that lesson. And let's see what Shai wants to say. Info. Yes, we're very happy for your words, Rav, also. And uh, we want to update and uh, clarify and, and also add, actually, to what we said yesterday. So a few very important things. Please pay attention, friends. Of course, everything will be sent to everyone through the normal channels, but pay attention to the updates, very important, and happy to, to, to hear. So the noon lessons every day from 12 to 1 uh, Israel time, and the emphasis is on every day. So this will include Sunday and Friday and Saturday, so all days of the week we will have a lesson together with Rav from 12 to 1 Israel time. The only difference is that on Shabbat there will be a preparation together as well, but throughout the week from 12 to 1 we'll have the lesson. So that's the first update. Second update, we're also happy to say that from August 19 we'll start having every Friday a lesson plus hummus meal here in the Pedach Tikva Center from August 19 all of the friends in Israel are invited to the morning lesson here in the center, which will continue to a hummus meal uh, right after the lesson. And about the South America World Kabbalah Convention, we're inviting all the friends to come together physically and also in our center here in Pedach Tikva. We'll invite friends from Israel to convene and the dates will be 27 and 28 of August. So again, for the South America Convention, we're inviting all the friends to come together physically around the world, and also we're updating that the building will be open during the convention to host friends from Petach Tikva and the rest of Israel, 
and the the gathering will be on August 27 and 28. Again, everything will be sent to you as well, but we wanted to give you the update here so that we all start preparing for it together internally and externally. Thank you. So I think that by this we can end today's lesson. So we finished and we stopped at item 16 in the introduction to and let's hope we will keep going in the next lesson. So what do we have else today? What would you say about the lesson, Rav? We have another lesson today. Yeah, like we heard, we have a lesson later. How do you summarize this lesson? This lesson was very diverse in an inner whirlwind, very special. And it'll bring good scrutiny. That's what I think. That's what I see. But really that everyone is in inner actions. That's what I see, and it's good. It's good. The main thing is to keep going patiently, persistently, and in connection and an inner hug between us. Good day, everybody, and have a good rest. Thank you very much, Rav. And we will meet at quarter to 12 uh, Israel time, and then 12 to 1 our Net lesson with Rav. Thank you, everyone. Let's hear a melody. <laughs>